Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. kind of sad it is sad it is sad that was a good autocorrect yeah um <laughs> your phone knew it did that at that whole foods sad. spending money at that very overpriced part the the salad bar yeah your phone autocorrected to sad bar <laughs> and it wasn't wrong and it's not wrong your phone knew why is that the most disappointing salad bar out there why is the whole food salad bar so sad bar because it's so expensive and um i don't love their options especially it's so funny to go i mean i feel like since they've been acquired by amazon they're so like specifically targeted to whatever neighborhood you're in. like i feel like you used to be able to go into a whole foods and you'd know that you'd find some like international interesting it was exciting to buy options. a jar of something you've never known about Different. and then google it later yeah, yeah. i feel like, like I gochujang could, or something yeah go on a little culinary adventure but now it's like super like targeted because it was acquired by Amazon. So any Whole Foods is like just specifically for that neighborhood. So the one near me, well, kind of between us on Santa Monica is that we, it's all like skinny wine and like really expensive vitamin shots and like hella overpriced Steamed broccoli soaps. for $15. Yeah. So no I think salt. that particular sad bar is, uh, <laughs> it was. it's the West Hollywood sad bar. It's like everyone's just trying to not eat while eating, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I saw someone shopping one day. I mean, you know, listen, I'm all about like spending money on whatever you want to have, like rocking your whatever fashion you want to have. But like, do you really need mink for mules, Gucci slides right. in your life? You know, I don't know. It was just crazy. What's happening? You're, you're I'm sitting it, on my you're, keys. I'm you're high. Shifting around I'm over there. Twitchy. Like a, Sorry. D- doing a little tap dance. Make me nervous. Okay. I'll sit. Um, okay. Stop what? touching everything. Cause you're making a lot of noise. <laughs> okay. Just chill out. Okay. Take a deep breath. Try it. <sighs> All right. Okay. Real nice. Yeah. What would be on your dream hot hot food and salad bar? Like, do you have things that, like, yes. if all bets are off, you would create your Alto Mitt? Uh, why did I say it like that? Alto you know Mitt. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm twitchy. You are twitchy today. <laughs> my Alto Mitt salad bar. Yeah, okay. So my salad bar, the cold, would just be full-on Mediterranean. Just, like, mm. just go in... Full Greek, like, you know, cold, everything, cold lettuce, cold tomatoes, cold olives, cold feta, cold lemon, some preserved lemon, you know, all that Mm. kind of stuff. And then you have like your hummus and, you know, a few other little options, maybe some tzatziki, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then the hot, I would just always go with, I think Indian. I feel like Indian is always going to be my favorite, like hot buffet. Absolutely. Because it keeps the spices, it's aromatic, they're sort of stews, they're like, it's fine if they sit for 12 hours because they just bubble and get more delicious. That's so true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you just have like rice next to it, right? Yeah. 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 A little rice, a little naan, you know, some, you know, yeah, just scoops. You don't even really need a fork. You just scoop it up with your, with your naan bread. So I feel like, yeah, I'm always going to go Mediterranean salad bar, hot for Indian, and then dessert should just be um, a cookie station. Yeah, right. Why do you need anything more than that? Would you have like a little soft serve next to it so you can make your own ice cream sandwiches or cookies on? I'm, I'm my, I'm kind of against ice cream right now. 
What? Yeah, I know. Well, we were at that Super Bowl party. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into okay. it. Well, what up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? I'm mad. Oh, no. You don't like ice cream? Well, you hate ice cream? Well, welcome to Weed and Grub. This is the podcast where Mary Jane hates ice cream. <laughs> what the fuck? This is a podcast about cannabis. Comedy. Culture. Cooking. Calling shit out. And canceled cream. Oh. Apparently. Yes. You're a cream canceler. I Listen, we went to a Super Bowl tailgate party, and that, that was the one thing that I kind of didn't want to eat was the uh, the ice cream situation. It took too much doing because there was like I had to hold it with one hand and then I had to like navigate it with another. And then I was also trying to like hold some of the stuff that I was getting from other places. You know, it was like, yeah, that's interesting. I, I do hear you it's because too interactive. there was like those mini ta- banh mi tacos. Yes. Two bite situation. Holy shit. No plate needed. Mind blown. Or a wing or like a grilled cheese. Yeah. Like finger food is difficult. And when you have like an ice cream that then you have to have a spoon and then you have to like work with things. And around, I need a napkin because it's yeah, dripping yeah, yeah. on me, you know, and I'm okay. a messy Marvin. So yeah, you I are know. your shirt. I'm looking at it right I just now. I spilled coffee all over myself this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my scattered focus. You know, it's the swirl. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Before we get into this Super Bowl situation, because that was so crazy. What's your salad slash hot bar well a little of it is inspired by all of the chefs we met at the super bowl party because i think like a cold salad bar i would love to have oysters on the half shell oh my god shrimp like almost like a like a instead of a seafood tower a seafood landscape yes you know like for me that shrimp oysters mussels cold crisp slurps of briny wet goo oh is yeah right sexy (laughs) happy valentine's day um (laughs) wow and so yeah like fresh vegetables multicolored carrots shaved delicious broccoli um, you know, all of your roughage to dip in and then ice cold seafood to complement mm. it. I'm with you on like the hummuses and all of the dip stitches. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would just add shellfish and frozen tr- like ice cold s- seafood to that. Okay. On that. Oh, and then what's your hot real quick? Well, no, let's I'll get to hot in a second because you want to talk about the oyster girls. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, blew my mind. If anyone out there is having a wedding a birthday, an anniversary, just a just Tuesday afternoon. A day at home. <laughs> day at home. Yeah. Sorry. No more shot girls. No nope. more pouring booze down my throat. There's a company called Oysters XO, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, they travel all over the country. We just discovered them yesterday at this tailgate party that we went to. We were standing in line uh, and this gorgeous woman came over. She was wearing a white leather apron. She was in all black with, she was in heels in the sun too. She looked so, she looked like a Bond girl. (laughs) And she had a uh, mesh metal glove on one hand and then like a gunslinger. She had oysters on one hip and a thing of ice. And then she had like mignonette and Tabasco and she just shucked an oyster for us standing right in line and I slid it right into my mouth right there. And it was maybe the hottest thing that's happened to me all year. You went flush, but with like good flush. I mean, I asked her for her phone number. <laughs> she was like, here's my card. Yeah, here's, you can take my oh, card. Oh, is this an aphrodisiac? I think I feel it right away. Oh, I'm falling. Someone catch me in your arms. Oh my God. They were everywhere too. There, I don't know how many of the Oyster XO um, staffers were there, but I saw at least three or four of them just going around and just giving people briny slurps of happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, that combined with all of the NFL players who were on hand, it was like the sexiest fucking event. I mean, I was, yeah, I was in like a permanent state of um, orgasm basically for the whole day. 
<laughs> it was hot. Those football players are fucking hot, man. They're I, they so give, hot. They will give soccer players a run for their money for me. Like yeah. I think like the hottest athletes in the world are probably soccer. Right. Because they're just like long, lean, and athletic. And, and they're like, also vain. I feel like soccer players all have big egos, right? Cool haircuts. Who cuts their hair? Who cuts Christian Aldo, Cristiano Ronaldo's <laughs> hair? It's a great cut. Nice fade on the side. Yep. Dazzling. That's if we ever have him on the pod. Mm-hmm. Question one. Who does your hair? Who does your hair? <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate that. That was so awesome though, because we were at the event with Joel, who knows so much about all of the players and their stats, and he could like really like walk up to any of them and just have a conversation. Like he was talking to uh, the running back for the Minnesota Vikings, whose yeah. name I can't remember, but like Joel went right up to him, and was like, "You had a great year," and they immediately started chopping it up about the season. And then I was like, "I love your pendant," and he was just like, "Get away from me!" <laughs> See, that's the haircut. We want to talk about crystals and haircuts. Like I like your fucking awesome pendant, and he was like, "Okay, I don't want to talk to you. Please." back away you're like holding it while you're talking to him he's like oh that's nice nice. I literally have five Super Bowl rings on my hand and all you want to talk about is this crystal situation geez Louise oh my god it was so fun to hang out with Joel and just like he was just pointing everyone out and he knew so much and like we were going through the silent auction and looking at all the different memorabilia and he knew so much about that too we saw Ricky Williams Ricky Williams's football helmet being auctioned off and he had written on top of it next to his signature smoke weed every day yeah and hell it was, yeah I think like last bid on it was somewhere around like two grand yeah something really cool uh, it was just so so neat so I don't know there's so much to say about the tailgate party I feel like I could swirl around and talk about all of it but definitely like the Oyster Girls and the athlete pros in attendance made the whole thing just feel so just full of like I don't know like bursting with energy yeah you know and I will say uh, before we move on from super, like, cause you know, I don't want to talk about something. Yeah. That, people don't want to hear right. about They're um, like, we weren't there. We don't care. Uh, Guy Fieri. Yep. Chef Aaron May, Voltaggio, Antonia, Brooke, like all of these people. Chef's Greenspan. Chef fucking Greenspan, uh, who all of these people are going to be on the pod. I think what I loved most about them was like watching them in their element, feeding people and how happy that made them. Because like you always hear about in the restaurant or on food TV, like, you know, you see them critiquing something and like getting their star power out there. But when they're able to let their guard down and like do work like this for a great cause, like the Guy Fieri Foundation, that's when I'm like, oh, these people have like deep, deep like need to like feed people and make people happy and it was yeah. really neat to see and that's what that event was about so the super bowl tailgate players tailgate party was about raising money with guy fieri for his foundation he's given so much back i had no idea until the pandemic like how much he really does for communities and and you know through food and connections and he, yeah he really pulled off such an amazing event i mean the first person that we met when we walked in was chef todd english right that's who we were waiting in line to get seafood from when we had the oyster shots and he had a um mac an infused mac and cheese last leaf macaroni and cheese at his booth uh, it's sitting in my bag right now i'm gonna whip up a wet ass pot yes wet and gushy (laughs) it was i mean truly like the swirl of the event and i know you know we we have so many pictures to throw up and we met so many people we both got to get our picture taken with guy fieri and say hey and i was like you know i know you were just on uh uh belushi's oh bless you bless you Someone's thinking of you. Is that what that means? Yep. If I sneeze, someone's thinking of me? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so lovely. It's me. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at you, so. <laughs> <laughs> you have sneeze mind control over me? I've uh, never felt weaker and more exposed. I didn't know oh, so you sorry. could make me sneeze with your mind. Well, you know I'm a witch. <laughs> God damn it. 
Uh, well, I got to say to um, Guy Fieri that, you know, he was just on Jim Belushi's show, Growing Belushi, and he's from Humboldt, and he loves weed, and he doesn't get to talk about it all that much, of course, because of who he is and his standing, and I think he has to be very family-friendly and, you know, uh, very um, mindful of, you know, when and what he talks about, but I told him about the pod, so I'm putting it out there right now. Uh, we are going to reach out to your team, yeah. Mr. Fieri, and we really look forward to hopefully chatting with you on here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which brings me to my hot bar. Okay. Chinese food, man. Uh-huh. It's just perfect. The Chinese buffet, I think, is absolutely perfect. No changes. You've got everything from your orange chicken, fried, gooey, sticky, lovely, mm-hmm. to like those spare ribs that have all of those like Asian flavors around them and a real nice smoke ring around that juicy meat. For some reason, there's always pudding nearby, which I love. Mm-hmm. Like, who doesn't love like a big bowl of pudding like with some vanilla wafers and i i i and and then you have your broccoli like i i think chinese food buffet is just like nothing needs to be changed and everything about it is perfect i love the hot nudes yes those kind of hot greasy nudes i'm yeah. all about it with the like shaved carrots yeah and that you know mm-hmm. yeah so i'm that's all about it, it. So, yeah, if I could, it would be disgusting in my stomach. It's just oysters in lo mein <laughs> and pudding. Fucking oysters revolting. Oysters, lo mein, and pudding. Wow. And when you throw up at the end of the night, well. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Oh, man. Should we get to the news? Yes. Okay, since it's my week this week to read the news, do you mm-hmm. want to munch on some sumo while I pull it up? I do. I'm so excited to have found the latest flavor, which is the last one that I hadn't tried yet of a sumo snacks, and it's Hint of Lime. And they're so, like, perfectly tangy. They're made with almost no preservatives. So There's, like, you know, that sweet sea salt, lime, really a hint of lime. Each bag is 10 milligrams. For, so you can eat a whole bag yeah. in one sitting. And I love them. They're great chips. Yeah, sorry yeah, to crunch I'll, in everyone's ear. but uh, I'm going to wait to crunch until after I read the news so mm-hmm. that it's not. But um, let me smell. Mm, that's good. Got, so like go to Sumo re- Snacks. Check yep. them out. Sumosnacks.com and follow them on um, IG at Sumo Snacks. Mm-hmm. They're just cool people doing cool stuff. And, you know, I really think one of the things that's lacking in the edibles world is savory snacks. You know, yeah. we can get so many um, medicated and infused different kinds of chocolates and gummies and tinctures and all that kind of stuff. But there's like really an interesting gap in the savory snacks arena. And I'm so glad that Sumo showed up to save the day because I love snacking on them. And they've got I think five flavors available right now. Yeah. It's so interesting you bring that up because I was just watching an interview with Lil Yachty and they were like, what is it about you that got you where you are? And he goes, man, everything I do, I just try to do as original as possible. And if you fuck with it, great. If you don't, that's okay. But for me, I have to have originality. Otherwise, I'm not going to break through because there's so many of us out here. Mm-hmm. You've got to be original and just bet on yourself with that idea of I'm doing something no one else is doing. Yep. And to that point, when I look at like all the weed events we get to go to and I look everywhere, it's all flour. It's all edibles. There's mm-hmm. some great stuff out there. There's some like lower tier stuff out there. But Sumo Snacks is kind of the only chip in the game. Yep. And that's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. I love them. I'm so stoked that they've come online. Like, you know, it feels still very new and that like we're still getting to talk about them while people are just getting to learn about them. Like, I know I feel like I'm in the know. Yeah. So. Ooh, what do you think if I open a rotisserie chicken restaurant mm-hmm. and it's like the skin is covered in like 
sumo snack chips. Like I just make rotisserie chicken, in, infused rotisserie chickens. Okay. With sumo snack on the outside skin. Great. Or yeah. could I just get like a chicken leg and have my sumo snacks on the side? Oh, sure. Okay. Like, you know, just chicken and chips. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Mike, why you got to be weird about it? Here's gotta, the like, news. like crush it up. Okay, here we go. Grab the gazette. What are, you, what are we talking about this week? From marijuanamoment.net, shout out to my hometown. That's why I wanted to read this story. Nearly one in 10 new Missouri jobs came from medical marijuana industry in 2021. Wow. Shout out to the STL. Shout out to Nelly. Shout out to the Show Me State. So there was 77,600 new jobs, according to the Missouri Department of Labor for 2021. And the Missouri Medical Cannabis Trade Association found out that 7,000 of those jobs came from weed. I am so amazed to hear that. Does it say what the breakdown is? Like how many are cultivation and how many are manufacturing or distributing or retail or? Not in this, but there is links on the marijuanamoment.net article that will direct you to the breakdown of all of those things. Great. Um, To go a little bit further with it, because it's only medical in Missouri. Right. um, They made $200 million last year in sales of marijuana products. Wow. They registered 170,000 new medical cannabis patents. Uh, patients, uh-huh. not patents, seven, 170,000 <laughs> medical cannabis patients. Jeez Louise. <laughs> That's amazing. 170,000 new medical cannabis patients in Missouri. Yeah. And coming off of the heels of how successful it's been in Missouri and how much, uh, how many jobs have been created, even Republicans in Missouri are pushing new medical bills. Um, some of them are also trying to get wrecked cooking over there because they're like well if it's going this well medically let's like pop the spot and go full you know i know i think it's interesting that you say even republicans because i think what we're seeing more and more across the country is that this is such as like one of the few really truly 2022 bipartisan issues where just about everyone can agree that the war on drugs is a failure that we need to stop people from going to prison that everyone should have safe and fair access to weed you know some people want to turn it into a commodity because they love money other people are like just excited to have access to something without going to jail but it's like we can all agree on that yeah I think, I think just so. about if you're well, if you're a sane and uh, a thoughtful person, you you know that you know this this is absolutely the direction we should be going in. Absolutely, and if you live in Missouri, there's a, a in this article too. There's a bunch of petitions you can sign for a lot of different bills that uh, lawmakers are trying to push through. The one very interesting thing I think is that separately, a state lawmaker filed a bill late last month to decriminalize a range of drugs, including marijuana, psilocybin, LSD, MDMA, and cocaine. And that measure was introduced by a Republican Missouri legislator who is trying to give residents with serious illnesses legal access to a range of psychedelic drugs. Wow. So yeah. they're like, they're like, yo, if this goes so well, let's go full wreck. And yep. then if that goes real well, let's just psychedelics is medicine. Go in. Yeah. yeah. I also just read a really interesting piece that I'd love to get into more on here sometime about how um, MDMA is being used as marriage therapy. You know, it's, it was a piece in the New York Times called Molly, Can Molly Save a Marriage? Or mm-hmm. Can MDMA, whatever it was called. Anyway, I was like, yeah, these are all substances that, of course, like everything could have a potential for abuse at some point. Like, you know, some people actually do develop a dependency even on cannabis. Sure, I'm not going to deny that completely, but the benefits far outweigh Absolutely. any, you know, especially when you're able to have safe and fair access to it and you don't have to criminalize it. And then you can actually like really do some investigation into the benefits of all of these things, like Molly. Like Molly. Wouldn't it be funny if the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, what's Jeff's wife's name? Uh, Susie Essman? Susie, yeah. Like Jeff and Susie do Molly together <laughs> in the new season. <laughs> and he stops cheating on her finally. Uh, yeah, he finally dog. He stops cheating. She's like, Jeff, get in here and 
hug me. Come and cuddle me. Come, oh, let's hug in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> and Larry's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. yeah. And then it turns into this like cuddle puddle with Larry and. Oh, he wouldn't like that at all. He wouldn't like that at all. No. Nope, like, he wouldn't yeah, like that at all. Larry David's the only person who takes MDMA and then is like further excuses himself from any physical contact. I have a very, very good friend who I've done all sorts of, you know, like long weekends of, you know, going to cabins and, and you know, having a great time doing all sorts of substances. And he will not touch MDMA. He won't take Molly. He loves ketamine. He loves psychedelics. He loves psilocybin. We've smoked Halloween together, but he's like, I don't like it because I don't want people to touch me. And I don't like the feeling when I maybe want to touch someone else. He's just like, I just, it's, it's not for me. It yeah. feels weird with his boundaries, his physical and emotional boundaries. And I was like, yep, I totally yeah. get it. I, I just happen to love it. <laughs> I just happen to be on it right now. I just, I just happen to take it every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <clears throat> uh, before we get to Buds of the Week, I just wanted to also shout out Weed Maps. Thank you so much for inviting us to your Super Bowl party. It was a banger, banger, banger of a time. So many new friends that we made friends with, so many old friends that we reconnected with. And so I just want to say, uh, you know, a thank you to Weed Maps. Yeah, thank you so much. It was called High in the Hills, and it certainly was, and we certainly were. Yeah, we were. And it was, I mean, what a feeling to be in Los Angeles, kind of at magic hour, looking out over the hills with that beautiful pink and blue sky as Snoop fucking took the stage with a blunt in his hand with Dr. Dre to kick off the greatest halftime show. I mean, I really, I think the only better one is Prince. I think that was like, and I disagree. I think Prince is now number two. Ah, it was so good. It was so exciting. And just to stand with all of these people who, I don't know, I've, you know, kind of like swirled around at parties in LA with them at different weed events, but like we were there for something else. Yeah. And we just happened to be a part of it, but we were watching the game and this halftime show and it felt really momentous. So I, I I don't want to get too in the weeds (laughs) about this, but I will say uh, props to the NFL and what they're doing in cannabis, because we've talked about on the news here how there's like they're putting millions of dollars into grants to study how cannabis can help with CTE and how these guys retire and their bones and brains are just fucking bashed in. And so mm-hmm. like, can weed help with that? They're not drug testing anymore. I remember in the NBA All-Star game, J. Cole was the halftime and he was singing uh, his hit song and they made him not say the word shit over and over so he kept having to like pause his lyrics and meanwhile the NFL is out here and Snoop's smoking a blunt and <laughs> 50 cents hanging upside down like in his music video and they're just like yo we're here to celebrate sorry about like being on a national network but it is what it is and I really appreciate that especially as somebody like Shikari Richardson um, the Olympics seems to have a double standard too so props to the NFL for doing what they're doing uh, yeah it's a lot wrapped up in all of that but yes yeah sorry I know it. I talked about nine sports and six different <laughs> topics but it all comes back to thank you NFL it's amazing yeah yeah imagine like living well imagine my parents can you yeah. imagine me growing up no nope. it was a yeah yep it was a lot nope <laughs> I mean yeah I got out of my house as soon as I possibly could partly to give my parents some relief <laughs> I left when I was 16 I was like bye yeah. Our dinner table, it would just be me bringing up nine things, but none of them being finished and all of them have thoughts. And everyone's like, all right, man, we're going to kind of pack it up. Thank God we helps with that. <laughs> yeah. You want to get to Buds of the Week? I do. Uh, can I go first? Please. My Bud of the Week is our friend Matt Hyen, who is the reason that we got to that incredible tailgate party. Matt is just one of the best producers in the world. He is incredibly kind and such a connector. And he... 
you know, gave us the um, passes to get into that party and then swirled around and like connected us to a bunch of really cool people while we were there. And I'm just really excited to hang out with him more in real life and and get to know him even better because we've kind of known each other for a few years now. And so that was just like a really neat way to reconnect after some some pandemic craziness to just go to that event. And and um, he was he was just like like every time I looked at him, he was like running in a different direction, but always looking calm and composed. He's awesome. So you can follow him at High Insight which is his last name h-e-i-e-n site uh, on ig and thank you so much matt yeah that's a great butt of the week my butt of the week is high ceo that's the handle it's harrison Baum. he's the founder of daily high club uh he's a great guy he built that he built daily high club from nothing in his garage and now he has a self-driving tesla that he takes on these beautiful hikes every single day so if you don't follow him at high ceo you're missing out on some of the most beautiful landscapes i've ever seen from all over california and also a bunch of great weed and he's just a great guy so uh he invited me on a hike so i think i'm gonna go hiking with him coming up flex these calves a bit oh i'm jealous yeah also when uh, you said he goes hiking with his tesla i just pictured him like holding his tesla by the hand and like walking up a trail toward a sunset that's how it's (laughs) self-driving you put it on hike mode and it slowly rolls up the hill with you just unfolds its robot legs and is like now i am a hiking buddy Come on, Elon. Get Come there, on. man. We need tr- real transformers. Come on. Yeah, Come on. Mars. Ugh. Where is my hiking robot? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So when we have Cristiano Ronaldo on, it, we're t- going to talk about haircuts. Yeah. And when we have Elon Musk on. We're going to talk about hiking robots. Hiking robots. Yeah. And also what kind of drugs he does. That's right. all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite salad bar, Elon? Yeah. <laughs> Hard hitting questions. Yep. <laughs> Oh, shall we get to our VIB? Yeah, she rules. Our very important bud this week is the incredible Lisa Traeger. I geeked out when I met her because I've been listening to her podcast, her podcast, her podcast. I the ultimate. Hey, got you. <laughs> so uh, Lisa actually has a couple of podcasts, but I've been missing. Oh my God. Listening to That's Messed Up, an SVU podcast, which Lisa co-hosts with the wonderful Kara Clank. Buds in your ears. Funny as fuck. If you love SVU like I do. It's just the greatest time. And then she also just started another podcast called Enemies, uh, where she helps people settle their beefs. And she's also just a touring comedian all around the world. Who smokes Halloween. She's so fucking funny. So follow her at Glitter Cheese. If you aren't already, go see her perform her comedy live. Listen to her podcast. She's the fucking coolest. I was t- I fangirled hard. Yeah. And also shout out to Top Tree because we're coming to you live from Top Tree Studios where we recorded this one. We're going to be recording a lot more reps there which means we will also have really great video of these podcasts as well. And we're just going to figure out the best way to drop either full apps on YouTube, yep. TikToks, you know, all the things you're supposed to do to be successful in this world. So shout out to Top Tree. Shout out to Top Tree Studios where we recorded this live. Yep. I'm going to be putting on pants and brushing my hair more often for our podcast, Mike. <laughs> great. I guess I will too. Yeah. No more no more robe casts. Huh? Yeah. No. It's going to be pant casts from here on out. <laughs> awesome. Well, without further ado, here is our interview with... Lisa Traeger. What up, Lisa? Hello. Thank you for having me. You're cool as hell. Thank you. I'm very pumped. You guys are very cool. Weed outfits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout nice. out Lake Red. <laughs> what up? I've been so looking forward to this. I got a fangirl out right at the top because you have been in my ears for a year with your 
Law and Order podcast. That's messed up. I know. It's really thrilling. And now that I'm on the road meeting people that listen, it's we have all of our listeners are like successful, cool, hip women. Nice. Like it, I hear from venues that we're great tippers ah. that like everyone behaves, you know, but it's like it just seems like very cool, educated women are listening. It's because you're so fucking funny and cool. Like you Thanks. and your co-host Kara are so cool together. Like you're you're the be- I mean, I was just telling you before we started recording, I was in the Apple store today and I had a, a horrifying 90 minute period in the Apple store and you got me through. I didn't feel any pain. It was uh, perfection. It makes me so happy. And I understand it because I listen to certain podcasts and I'm very into it. And so it's like cool to know people, do you know, listen to ours the way I listen to other people's. It's the fucking greatest. Can we talk about your Apple Store experience? Oh. It's so fucked up and it's not okay. <laughs> they lost her laptop. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to dwell on it too much because I've just kind of shed the residual anxiety that followed oh, me around all day. No, this up. weed is totally helping. Yeah, but they owe you a new laptop or do you do a waiver where they can lose your laptop? <laughs> they found my laptop, but what happened was it was in for repair. I went to pick it up. I came home with the wrong machine. And then when I went back to the store, they spent 90 minutes looking for, they couldn't find it. And I was like, someone else has it. I don't know what's happening. Anyway, the CIA. It's fine. <laughs> it Last out. time I was in the Apple store, I was given the oldest employee. Like it seemed like they had to, by law, hire some old people. <laughs> and he kept fucking up. And oh. like the younger staff like knew and kept being like, you open it like this or like, no, you can use headphones on this. Like he just kept fucking up. But I was like, I will not discriminate. And I'm going to go with this guy. But I texted my sister. I was like, tell me what to buy. This old man knows nothing. <laughs> oh, man. there's a, I fear for myself when I get old because I know I'm going to want to have a job still. And I'm probably going to be like a docent at a museum or a cashier at fucking Whole Foods or whatever. But I'm always so annoyed with, you know, like there's one guy at Whole Foods who is that person. He's just very slow. You're slow when you're old, right? I know, but we have to change as a culture to allow that. Like yes. when I'm in other places, people don't really haunt. Like there are places where it's you can take your time. It's okay to be a little slower. And But yeah. I'm going to be embarrassed when I'm slow. When I'm older and I'm that slow, I'm going to be crazy embarrassed about it because I know that y'all are quick and I'm not anymore. And that's going to be a bummer for me. Well, then you got to work out. You got to stretch. You got to treat your body (laughs) right so you can be good. Well, I feel like we all have pretty snappy energy. Maybe that comes from the two of you being funny people professionally, which I feel is that you know, that that snap comes with the the comedic timing and energy. Did you also, before you started being funny professionally, have that like Vavoom, like that. <laughs> yeah, kick. I always wanted to talk a lot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if people enjoyed it as much as they do now. I think it's like a struggle to be a child with this personality. But I did always, enjoy, yeah, I was like chatting. I was at the sleepover the last to fall asleep. Like, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Gossiping? Always, yeah. Always secrets, prank calls, um, fights. Yeah, for sure. All the time. But also great times and giggling and watching movies like I and now that I get to perform and go around like I do get to re-meet people that I was friends with back in the day because people reach out. Nice. People from like elementary and middle school come through and school. watch your shows. And yeah. Or like, you know, this girl I was friends with like through high school. I would say maybe not senior year, but like multiple years in high school, like formative years, we were close. She was like, hey, I live near your place. Why don't you come meet us here? We'll go to the brewery. Like she couldn't go to the show. But then like I get to meet people that I was very, very close with for years of my life. So it's nice. I'm like 
crazy jealous of that. That's so cool. Like you, yeah. you're connected from like a go to now with good people. I hope. So. Yeah. And like there's another friend who she had the best sleepovers, the best birthday parties, the best theme. Like Pizza? she had a hair salon birthday party. We all got to have fucking hairdos done. What? Like, can you believe? Yes. Like a stylist came yeah. and did oh, your hair. We went to like, the hair salon. Oh, she what? rented out the whole hair salon. <gasps> and like we all got our hair done and probably other things. And we were just like. How old were you when this happened? Elementary school. Oh, my what God. That's the greatest. Yeah. She just had like kick ass parties. She had a great bat mitzvah. And so she came out to shows and I was like, oh, you're fucking cool. Your husband's cool. And so like, we'll now hang out. And it's fine that we hadn't like talked in decades. Like, I don't care. Wow. I'm like interested to see everybody. You're just making me think of the best fucking birthday party. I, I'm like kind of not close to my mom at all. And um, don't like we don't have a great relationship. So this is a great memory because it was such a good thing that she did. She threw me a fucking kick ass birthday party where she hired a dance teacher and it was in the 80s. And it was the era of like just when MTV videos was happening. And he came and taught us the um, choreography from Something So Strong by Crowded House. Which is, you know, a blast from the very far past. Yeah, it was I don't probably know it. like nineteen eighty. Something so strong carry us away. Something so strong. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Even it's terrible. Wow, okay. But um, you got a good voice. We thanks. Huh. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I we, like that you were like, <laughs> we kind of begged you and you were like, I guess. Oh, don't make me sing. <laughs> um, anyway, that was a kick-ass birthday party. Sorry everyone had to hear me sing. <laughs> no, uh, birthday parties. My sister's really good at throwing birthday parties for her kids. Like Those are fun memories. Right. Hell yeah. Goodie bags, y'all. Oh, I haven't thought about a goodie we bag in a minute. one big gift people versus a bag of trash and even if it wasn't like expensive it was like here is a barbie go away it wasn't like here's stickers it would be like an a dollar store barbie probably but like my parents didn't like 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 that was confusing to them Mm -hmm. as an immigrant so they would give yeah like dolls away yeah or like one bit like here give them this gift verse here's like a bag of nonsense that costs the same amount as like these you know those velcro hand things with the ball that you'd throw back and forth like that costs as much as a bag of trash (laughs) so like that's way more fun yeah wait were you guys a full chocolate bar for halloween households no we're still like poor and i don't know why they did that is savings though but like better candy is more expensive so no 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 bad candy russian (laughs) Uh, Russian kitten no like tr- my mo- I would beg my mom to get involved in Halloween and my dad always had like expired weird hard candy uh, just weird stuff I'm sorry I'm high I said Russian because I was guessing you said foreign oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> they emigrated from Russia yeah okay. we, we're yeah Soviet Soviet are you American American I'm Canadian yeah from where Newfoundland Get the fuck out. Why? What do you know about it? Well, okay. So I'm obsessed with it because of Labrador Island, right? Uh, Is that a place? Labrador is the mainland part of the province Newfoundland and Labrador. So Newfoundland is the island and Labrador is on the mainland next to Quebec. Okay. So it's in Bojack Horseman. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Really? Yeah. So Mr. Peanut Butter's from there and they make this pilgrimage. So Mm -hmm. I started being like, okay, what is this? And then this really cool couple that I stalk on the internet. I do know them. I could say it's like Daniel Kibblesmith. He writes on um, Colbert. Colbert. But if he was like an old Chicago guy, I still have, like think about one of his jokes. I really like a lot. But he married what I can find. 
she's a socialite. She is just like a hot, educated, rich, wealthy, going to galas type of lady. And they make a beautiful um, relationship that I watch on the internet. <laughs> and um, fuck, where are we? I'm like totally spaced out. And what they have there? something about Newfoundland and Labrador. They went there for their honeymoon. Oh. Whoa. So to me, that's bonkers because they are rich and cool. And I, I also like, I draw to tropical. So to me, it's like, Okay, cold weather, honeymoon, what is this place? So to me, I'm like, so I've put it on a pedestal as this place that I really want to go mm -hmm. because of those two reasons. But I don't know anything about it except those two things. It's fucking crazy. Like, I've talked to Mike a lot about it, and I, I think the closest thing that I can relate it to where most people could think of it being like is Alaska on some level. It's very rocky. It's got that kind of extreme climate, but then it's sort of married with the North Atlantic, you know, Iceland sort of the North Atlantic current. It's where the Titanic sank, icebergs, seals, whales. Um, and then the culture is like 500 year old fisherman culture from Ireland. So it's like a crazy place that you should definitely go to. They would fucking love you. You would you would love it. And I would, would love, love it there because yes. I, I, I there's an Irish fishing village I've been to Hoth and I loved it in north and of Dublin. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's Irish. That's what I lived okay. there for a while. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Um, Ireland's a place where I'd love to own a home one day. And this is like I say this a lot now. I've repeated myself, but all Ireland is missing is hot tubs. <gasps> really? Yeah. It's yeah. because it's like mild cold temperatures gloomy dark but like that you love to drink it's like have a hot tub it's yeah brilliant why aren't you guys in hot tubs All the and time. i don't know if it's because they're like shame with their bodies or they just don't want pleasure with the catholicism i can't figure it out it's the fuck you you nailed it on the head it's the catholicism <laughs> because the scandinavians have figured it out and yeah. you know obviously like the japanese have figured out like catholics hot tub culture hate hot tubs catholics hate hot tubs well catholics hate their bodies right oh catholics hate their bodies because it's a, a sin tub. Your body is a sin. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Yep. <laughs> the, like the second you come out, all of you is just wrong. <laughs> I went to a, what's the big game there that's only played there? Hurling. I went to a hurling game. That's a huge deal. Yeah. It was a great experience. And I was with uh, the only four, I was with the only black people in the whole stadium. And it was really a fun experience to be with them there. Do you remember the teams that you saw play? <sighs> No, but I bought a yarn of one of them, and it's yellow and black. Okay. All right. Cool. cool. What is it? That, you they throw have a no log merch. in the air? Is that when you throw it a log in It is bonkers. It's like crazy. rugby, uh, football, soccer, lacrosse. Like it's, yeah. ever, it's like all this weird stuff. It's you, the, I didn't follow along. I didn't care to. It's Who the cares? fastest yeah. field sport. I just watched people like go up to the, our friends and be like, like they started talking about the NBA. So I was like, oh, do you know them from college or something? They're like, we do not know people. People <laughs> just come up and talk to us about the NBA. <laughs> Or it was like kids, like there was one kid who was looking at like, like he couldn't believe what he was seeing. And then like it was, um, it you know, I liked watching that. That's How? wild. But it was packed. It was like 90,000 people. The I the, I went to one game and um, dated a guy whose dad like worked for the National Hurling Association or whatever. So and these people all have day jobs. They don't get paid to do that's this. right. They're not. They're like your Lover local sport. dentist, and then he's on the field, fucking no shit. professional. Um, but it's huh. the I know it's the fastest field sport in the world. Okay. It is like lacrosse in the ball and stick situation, but okay. then also the rules are like soccer, and then it's kind of like hockey violent. Or rugby violence. It's very exciting. I wish it sounded cool because all of those <laughs> things are cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know. There, I I'd guess like there's probably a reason it. that it's not played anywhere outside of Ireland. It just sounds like I'd never be able to learn the rules. 
There's just yeah, too many so different I, yeah. layers to it's like, I need like, don't touch the ball with your hands. Got you. I can play soccer because I know that my hands are illegal. There's like so many sports in there. That's no, a lot the of boys rules. I were with was were with the boys that were with me. <laughs> yeah, the men. They like looked up some YouTube videos. They were reading about the rules, so they were trying to understand. I just like let go, let go, like whatever. I'm just gonna watch these guys run around. Yeah. Were you there doing a show? Um. Yeah, I've done the Dublin Comedy Festival, and then me and Emmy Blotnick and Langston Kerman, we stayed extra. I went to Hoth, and then before we went to Edinburgh, but we stayed at one of my favorite hotels I've ever stayed in in my life called the Devlin, mm-hmm. and it's like ten minutes away from Dublin, and it was like, it's my one of my favorite hotels ever. What's the experience? So it's. Uh, they probably have bigger ones, but it's like this tiny, tiny bed built into a window. So the wall is a window and it's this tiny built in bed. They have a Dyson fucking hairdryer. <laughs> it's beautifully designed um, comfort. Downstairs, it's like velvet classic red curtain cinema. And I watched a um, who's that? Uh, Leonard Cohen documentary about his muses all about they're like some mm-hmm. island in Greece. And then um Beautiful restaurant on the main floor, great food, bar, amazing cocktails, rooftop where you can um, with another bar and just like very pretty. And then it's like in a small, quaint town with sunflowers that are really tall. Wow. I would have read that in a book and be like, this is a really well-written book. That description was amazing. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, I can see it. I can feel it. I can smell it. I can feel the sheets. I love. I really loved it there. Um, and they, I, I'm still on their email list. I'm like, one day. Ah. <sighs> Did but that- I've been in Ireland like three times. It is one of my, like, I've had other storybook moments where my sister's driving up a cliff and there's just lambs and then the Atlantic Ocean and greens and the gas station is delicious bread and cheese and the our road is blocked by sheep and we're like, what the fuck? Like, it is that kind of, it is That's a storybook. Cool. It's really like a great place. Is that the coolest place you've done comedy? Because you've traveled the world. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Did you do Australia? I love Greece. I love, yeah, Australia. Wait, you performed comedy in Greece? I did, yeah. Where? In Athens? Yeah. What what was that like? It was great. For the gods, right? For the gods. (laughs) It felt great. And someone was just shitting on Athens to me. So I was expecting not a cool place. And then when I got there, I was like, oh, maybe they were in the mood for something else. But like, this is great. So now I can't wait to even see more because I really liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. If I get good food, a body of water situation, I'm pretty happy. And like drinks, fun people, stay out late. I, I yeah. Do you okay. seek out weed when you travel, or do people sort of bring I pack it to your edibles shows? Always, oh, people nice. bring me drugs, but I um, when I'm traveling internationally, I'm not scared to fly with drugs mm-hmm. and edibles. I'm, I will fly with. Nice. I'll fly with just joints in my purse. Like Are people you good get at finding scared. drugs when you're in the place. Like no, I f- no, I feel like. <laughs> no, you have the vibe of someone. If I didn't know you and I was in Europe, I would be like, she's probably looking for something I have. And that would be drugs. Oh, my God. That'd be great. Um, I mean, now that people listen to the pod and do know me, people bring me drugs. Great. So everywhere I go, people are usually bringing me joints. Can can we hop in here for a second to tell? Because yeah. w- before we started recording today, we were talking about your uh, That's Messed Up episode today that dropped. Uh, and you were like, someone had written in to say, I don't like that you guys promote um, taking Molly on your podcast yeah, or something. Or drugs. And then you were like, you you're hearing it here we do drugs on this podcast and i just laughed so hard it was great yeah sometimes they'll like give me notes and be like 
we got some complaints about this. And I'm like, well, I meant it. So I don't know what you want from me. Right. Wait, who gives you notes? Like sometimes our like bo- like our the head people at right. the network will be like, we're not really, sh-, you know, just if you wanted to know, we're getting some blowback about this. <laughs> and it's like, if I could think, but if I believe it, there's nothing more I can do. It is what it is. Speaking of blowback is that a good segue to talk about your other podcast that you're launching it is new i feel like i'm trying to be nicole buyer or something why are you saying it like it's a bad thing to succeed it's not a bad thing you're right um it's fun i'm excited enemies enemies but it's been hard i want to book enemies but guess what it's hard to get people to come on that you've not gotten along with they owe you nothing oh wow or someone that i really was excited bailed and I think um, people don't, I think people are conflict adverse. So that's why I'm excited to do this. Or if I'm asking duos that are arguing, like the person who's probably fault it is doesn't want to come on. Right. Because then they have to admit what they've done. And I don't know if people want to do it publicly. So that is what I'm doing. I've I've talked to one person that I fought with. I've talked to another person I really don't like. <laughs> um and, and admittedly, I'm, like on air, when you're talking to them, you're like, I don't like, like I've you. ignored them for years. And but I knew that they love attention. So I was like, he, I know he'll come on. Wow, that is so fucking <laughs> well But it's also my vulnerability, too, because there's some people that I've used to fight with, but they're very successful now. And I don't want to give them the opportunity to big time me. So it's my own like ego. Um, but. Also, I'm scared. Well, what if they're like, I don't even remember this? Like, that's going to destroy me. I can't. That's all the time. <laughs> all the time. Walking around, remembering every little instance of someone sliding me. Date, time, year, street, month, house, it's, all of it. Well, and I just like carry it around. If you'd like to come around. on with an enemy, we would love that. An enemy. Oh, man. I would have to find one that was uh, open to me sounding insane. You know what I mean? Like they would have to listen to me be like, remember in seventh grade when this happened? And they're going to be like, well, what are you talking about? Not at all. But you have to be open to like, because that's what I mean. Like I have these teachers I hate or these people that bullied me, I think, or whatever. But now knowing what we know about humanity as grownups or like we're trying to. Yeah. What was going on with you? Did you know you were wrong? Like, what's mm. up? Were you, you know, was your dad dying? Like. There's just like, were you being abused? I don't know. There's yeah. just like, what was what actually happening? Like, you were such a bitch, but now that I think about it, like, your life did suck. But also, that's so that's like kind of it. But people are like, some messages I get from me were like, absolutely not. I have, I just never would want to do this. So, is it anonymous? People can call in with anonymous stuff. So, I would love that. So, I do have some like cool people coming on to listen and give advice on calls. Or emails. Have you, you listened to, to some so far? Have you yeah. read them? Yeah. Are you getting like one or two people calling and leaving like 10 messages? No. Interesting. All one, one, only a couple that doubled because it was like long and they had more to say, and that, which is fine. We'll put the number in the show notes unless you know, <laughs> unless you can rattle it off right now. I can't, which sucks. Nice. Three, two, three, something, something. Seventeen hundred. Front of me, seventeen hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll right. drop it in the notes for um, sure. You guys are letting me talk so much. I'm going to call in. I have a couple Please. things I got to get off my chest. Oh, yeah. I am actually talking to someone amazing on Thursday. So if you have like real issues, please call him before then. OK, deal. Because I had a fucking hell of a therapy session today and I'm walking around like and all I want to do is eat SpaghettiOs and watch Chopped right now. 
But, oh, because you know, that's comforting for you? Yeah, that's my like smooth comfort level. Po- yeah. bottle, a bowl, bottle of pasta. Bowl <laughs> of pasta and yeah. a bunch of Food Network shows. Does it have course. to be SpaghettiOs or no? No, but I think that's like childhood safety for me. That's why I love food so much. It's food like, is my... Food is it, you know? That's the one. Ever since I was uh, probably in the womb. I loved food in the womb. <laughs> I loved it all the time. Bottle of... Or- Okay, spaghettios and chopped. Yeah, I went. Thank you. When I was in Newfoundland visiting my my troublesome mother, I randomly found myself eating grocery store sushi and Cheetos, and I was like, "Oh, that's a fucking weird comfort no, combination." But oh yeah, no, I love that. That was my comfort combination. What is yours? Um, honestly, everything. Um, like no, a bread cheese mixture usually is yeah. the best thing but yeah. fast food lately but it changes it's just like any f- gummy can i mean i want yeah wait have you had impossible <laughs> cheddar before it's a trader no. joe's mixture and it's a secret cheese and it's a mixture <laughs> of cheddar and something else and they call it impossible and it's delicious is it impossible because it's so it's not like vegan or anything it's not like a no thank god it's not like the impossible meats no i don't know if i'd pitch that on here because that's not cheese and i love cheese right uh yeah, impossible what's impossible cheddar. about it though? All right, I'll look it up. God damn it! <laughs> but they also shouldn't um, have called it that. Like impossible meats are very popular now. Yeah, like you got to rebrand, baby. Yeah, that's a bad, it's a bad name. You got to change it. They've won. Um, no, I want cheese. I want something that just hurts me. So it's like pizza. Oh wow, Taco Bell. Like even McDonald's, when you're on the road, Big Mac. Oh, on the road. But to- I love a Jimmy John's. But I'll get on witches now. Um, but. Jimmy John's is like my jam. If I check into a hotel and there's a Jimmy John's nearby, I'm like, yeah, like it's probably one of the first things I do when I check into a hotel is look for the nearest. Sometimes even in the airport. I'm like, I hope there's a Jimmy John's. Can I guess your order? I switch it up. But yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Can I, I'll guess one of them then. Turkey Tom with fuck. Ah, And I can't (laughs) guess because I've never been to a Jimmy John's. Sometimes. What's your what's your order? You've Beach. never been to Jimmy John's? No. Oh wow. Why do you like endangered animals? What's up? I don't. I've you know I've never been to anything because I'm from fucking Newfoundland. We've got like a Wendy's. It's like you know. Are you new here? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my excuse. I love that you grew up in like. Why aren't there any like mini series as there is filmed a, there? Like there is one called there. Republic of Doyle that was made by a Newfoundlander who okay. like went to theater school in Montreal and then moved back to Newfoundland and made a series that's like on Netflix about Newfoundland. It's called The Republic of Doyle. Some people really like it. I do not, but um, it's just because it's not my play, thing. Right? And then there's Come From Away, yeah. set in Newfoundland, and um, yeah, that's kind of it. There's a really great uh, '80s movie about a orca. We could also start another joint. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> We're pros. This is a weed show. <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, a a dearth of stuff about Newfoundland. You should go and make fucking make a series there. I feel like fish out of water. Like you, like you could go to Fogo Island and tape for a week, just as like a week of comedy, and that would be fucking awesome. Um, yeah, I want to go there for sure. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, they eat seal. That's a weird thing that happens there. Is it um, good? It's weird. It's like um it's very it's kind of like fishy beef oily that makes sense it's not super oily but it's very dark meat it's um it's definitely like an experience i don't enjoy it my dad loved it i'm i would try it yeah yeah definitely what part i would go how often are they killing these seals oh it's a a sustainable hunt or no uh expensive (laughs) is it expensive like is it like oh yeah like a rare meat 
No, it's like a, it's like uh, eating moose in Alaska. It's like a sustainable fishery and or hunt rather that okay. Newfoundlanders like will fill their fridge for the winter. Yeah. So they're not like, look at that cute seal. Nope. They're like, oh, there's dinner by. And then they whack it on the head. Wow. And then they eat it. I mean, the seal hunt that you probably have heard a lot about was the one in the 80s where it was all the, um, the baby white seals that were being killed for their fur. And it was horrible because Greenpeace got this whole campaign going and everyone thought that Newfoundlanders were like these murderers who were just going out onto the ice to kill the cutest thing that exists. And so that was a bummer growing up in Newfoundland because you, you know, meet someone who heard you were from Newfoundland and they just thought the worst possible thing about you. That's not what the seal hunt looks like. It's not that bad. But the seals aren't like lounging on rocks because they would be eaten immediately or taken. They're out on the ice. Okay. Yeah. I've never done it myself. I feel like you think I've killed a seal. No, no, no. I would eat it. If I went <laughs> there, I would guilty. order it and I would eat it and I would try it. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. definitely a seal flipper pie. You can go and, you know, buy like it's like a chicken pot pie. I want to taste a seal. Yeah. Now I want to eat a seal and that scares me more. Yeah, I'm already thinking about gold belly and if it's on there. It's well under the I mean, not to bore you with logistics, but under the I marine. Love, you love logistics. I it's do. Great. It's true. You're I smart. really like facts. No, I'm just uh, I'm just I'm a fucking nerd. Um, under the Marine Mammal Act that exists in the United States, it's illegal to transport any seal or marine mammal meat into the US. So like I've tried to bring seal back a couple of times and it just doesn't work because it's legal. So. I've had seal confiscated, like Whoa. drugs at the border. Yes. Uh huh. Damn. Is there seal sniffing dogs? No, just like a weird lady at Newark who saw that I had something in a bottle and there was no label on it, and she wouldn't let me bring it in. Damn. She had a bad feeling about me. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "I don't know what that is, but I'm not letting you bring it." I recently had such a cute opposite experience where this woman in Chicago, we just started chatting and then I told her I saw Scotty Pippen that trip and she was like, oh, you know, they call him no tip and Pippen. And I was like, I heard. And we were just like chat chit chatting and she like checked my back and I was like, did you need to check my ID? And she was like, oh, no, it's fine. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Vibe check. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, my it. God. Can I ask you more pod questions? Is that okay? Yeah, I'm just fascinated that. by how you like make it. So when you sit down to watch an episode of yes. Law and Order SBS yes. and you're taking notes to do the recap, which is so fucking entertaining because of the the like details that you notice, like decor, fashion. I try to like I really love it. They wrong really casting. You call it wrong casting sometimes, <laughs> which I fucking love. <laughs> Oh, how dare she say that that actor is the wrong actor and but i always fucking agree with your takes um what is that do you just get baked and like press pause and then sort of like take it all in or how do you even do that it's like really annoying no it's not but like um i'll put it off even though it's watching svu and i'll just have svu other episodes on for hours and days at a time but having to watch that one sometimes i'm like ugh. I don't know. Uh, but then it's a split screen. Okay. So I'll do on my laptop half Hulu, half Google Docs. And I'll pause, bring it back half 30 seconds. Because on the Apple, it's not good on the remote. It's just not as precise. And yeah. So this is a little easier to rewind back 10 seconds. Nice. And sometimes I do it in chunks so I can like enjoy it. And then sometimes it's like the night before. And sometimes we watch a lot. So then right before we interview someone, we'll probably watch it again to mm -hmm. make sure like to get all the extra stuff. And then sometimes 
like when we're thinking before we book, we have to think of all the guests. So sometimes we're watching episodes just to see the guests. So sometimes we will watch an episode three to five times. Oh my God. Some are classic. Some we like sometimes the scheduling works out and like, you know, it already so well, it's like one and done. Mm-hmm. So it's like a really personalized thing per episode. And you guys have had some kick-ass guests. It's insane. It's I crazy. cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Sometimes I like sit back and think and like, I really am like, Skylar Fisk. That was wild. Wild. Or yeah. um, oh, what's his name? Cragen. That was our mo- that was our first cast member, and it was the biggest impact in our hearts and spirits. Mm-hmm. Like it really like <laughs> um felt um epic in our moment. And then my internet wouldn't work. No. And I couldn't uh, see anything, and I just had to call in. And he brought out this painting, and you can like hear the like. Uh, desperation in my voice. I was like, "Please take a photo." Like, I was, <laughs> um, but it was still like so good. Well, uh, why didn't the internet work? Like, what the fuck happened? No clue. You know, it's like, oh, there was just like a moment. And it wouldn't replug, and none of the hot like nothing was working, and it was like, um, you know, you don't want that. No. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, my, how's yeah. your solar flex? My, my solar plexus feels weird just at the thought for you. Of your so life. you're like a Kara. You're very organized like a Kara, no. I'm guessing. Or what is it? No. he's you've mentioned the logistics, the organization, the minutia of Great things. question, Lisa. Oh. So I, I'm a messy, disorganized nerd. Okay. Yeah, I'm not super organized. But I get, I mean, we were just talking about this last week. It's sort of like scattered focus, like... I don't know. I feel like probably anyone. I just maybe I, you know, with the rise of TikTok, I'm like, maybe I have ADHD. <laughs> that seems to be something that everyone's talking about. It kind of makes sense. Or I'm like, maybe I should talk to someone about that. But I do like, um, yeah, no, I'm not organized, but I do like minutia and okay. facts. Do you like reading like pool rules? Reading pool rules. That's a good question. What a good question. <laughs> That's a great question. Like, am I a rule follower or do I just like to no. know what they are? Just know what they are. I like to know what they are, yeah. but I don't care to follow them always. But yeah, I read pool rules all the many. Like, I like to see what. Do you watch the um, airplane uh, thing with no. the flight attendants? You don't? I can't okay. really think about the end of the world. I can't think about my end. Yeah, I don't okay. need to watch it because I would just go through the door and grab the controls and land us. I don't need to hear <laughs> how it's going to be for all y'all. You know what? So Yellow Jackets did take over my life in a real way, and it is some, a very important show to me. And uh, we were all taking quizzes on, like, which character are you from different websites. Autostraddle had the best recaps and quizzes. Shout out. But um, we were talking about, like, it said, what would you do if a crocodile attacked you guys? Oh, okay. And I wrote, I picked the answer that was run away and hide where I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and multiple of these girls wrote that they would grab a bow and arrow and try to kill it. And I'm <laughs> like, I can't believe you think that you could do that. But God bless you. We need some of you in the group. <laughs> yeah. You are expendable. Who are willing to take that risk, but to think that you are now gonna, after never in your life doing it, bow and arrow this crocodile, but like, bless you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to know you, we can be stranded together. Mm-hmm. Till it eats you. Because you're gonna hit the scales. You're not hitting it in the eye, the only only penetrable part. Was climbing a tree an I'm option? I'm getting the fuck away as fast and as hard anywhere I can to yeah. lock a, like, I just I don't know. Yeah, it was a crocodile. That was like yeah, because they said um, for the quiz it was set in a Florida swamp area. 
Wow. I think I would fight it, but not with a bow and arrow. Like maybe I'd use the bow to bob it on the head or hold the mouth shut because they can't open their mouth. They can close them. They have like good pressure, but they can't open them. They're weak. So I would hold that bitch's mouth shut and then step on its neck. Wow. That's what I would probably do. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. All right. <laughs> I'm up a tree. Okay. Um. Yeah. Nearest tree. All the way up. Huh. Uh. And you're running away. What? You would run away and yes. hide. Yes. But you're fighting that motherfucker. Breaking its neck. Okay. Wow. Good to know. I think both of you are probably more spot on than I am, though. <laughs> like, if I was a yellow jacket, have, I would be dead first up. Have you ever had an encounter with a wild animal of any kind? Yeah. Uh, that owl that hit me in the head in Port Towns in Washington. That's right. To Did tell me to get the fuck out of its forest. And it hit me so hard in the head that my ear pods flew out. And then it perched right above me <sighs> and stared at me beating its wings and going like this. <laughs> and I just turned around and jetted like you're talking about. You didn't about. pick up the pods. Oh, yeah, I grabbed those. Those are important. <laughs> so you were, weren't that. Okay, but I would be terrified. Were you like terrified? Yeah, it scared the shit out of me because it was silent and I didn't know where it was coming from. And then it nailed me in the head with that silence and I was dazed. And uh, and then when I saw it, I understood that uh, I was leaving. You didn't want to fight it. Oh, I would have grabbed it by its point. beak. Yeah, yeah. stepped on its neck. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but then its neck turns around because it's an owl, and then it turns back, and it's fine. You can't kill what those. Are you They're out immortal. here fighting owls? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so an, an owl attacked me. And you, you, Mike texted me a picture of the owl right after it happened. He was like, check this out. And it was just fucking huge. It yeah. Was, yeah, it's so crazy. Nuts. Have you been attacked by an animal? Have you ever had a wild animal encounter? Um, No, but it, I, don't th I can't recall anything, Um, but... I, I am uncomfortable. I do have reoccurring dreams about animals attacking me. Whoa. And it does suck. And all the things you read about aren't good. <laughs> so, like, I don't love it. Damn. Like bears, tigers. Um, cats, snakes are the ones that I are coming to mind at the moment. Little cats. Domestic house cats? Just like, yeah, tons of fucking cats coming at me, bro. Whoa. Damn, yo. And it doesn't, it's not good. It's not a good sign. No, that sounds crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of cats and, all at once. Is... snakes, like the crafts. Oh. oh, later. Shout out Rachel True. Yeah, Wait, that what? was amazing. Rachel True came on our show. Like, wow. Yeah. Okay. That was a cool That was so fucking wild. Yep. She's cool. She's great. Are you old school craft fans? Yes. So, oh, I guess I'll have to tell you after the pod. What do you, oh, someone comes on. That is. Do you get Robin Tunney from the <gasps> No, from the craft. But you're, you got to think more obscure because you got to think of a craft SVU crossover. Oh, my God. But that's all I'm, I'm going to say. Okay. Very fucking exciting. Very cool. Yeah. Let's talk about the snacks for a second. Uh, just because I want to shout out Amanda Duarte um, for her fucking gluten-free brownie recipe, which she made us when we visited her in New York. And then we've recreated for this episode with you because because uh, I listen to your podcast and I know that you're like maybe trying to eat less gluten or something. I don't know. Anyway, so Amanda Duarte's brownie recipe and then we've got sumo snacks on the table. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, will you break down this brownie recipe? And the fucking cacio e pepe Trader Joe's cheese puffs. Yep. Mm. The brownie recipe? Yeah. Sorry, I just took a bite. So maybe, do you? can you break it down? Really good. Yeah. Thank you. Do you like it? Mm -hmm. I love it. It's beans, maple syrup, brown it's sugar. It's not beans. It is black beans. No way. That's black beans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Black beans, figs, and dates. 
you just changed my life i think i mean i would never make this you would no i don't want to make anything oh okay um like nothing at all ever nothing more complicated than an egg situation okay black beans like oh you already said it didn't you did you say all the things i didn't that are say in it? all of them but i can i want to see if i can remember if that's fun for just me yeah um <laughs> black beans maple syrup brown sugar baking soda salt figs dates uh two eggs and <laughs> pecans wow and vanilla and chocolate chips fuck nice mary jane uh, coming uh, through with the heat <laughs> at the end hell wow. yeah i just stuffed my face sorry and it's called unexpected cheddar unexpected so not knows. impossible cheddar. not impossible cheddar. thank you unexpected i'm cheddar. so glad we circled back to that because i was like why the fuck would they call it impossible but it's unexpected parmesan is... and cheddar yeah got you what is it called parmesan cheddar unexpected cheddar unexpected, unexpected. Not impossible. Cheddar. yeah yeah I, we knew trader joe's was better than that we <laughs> yeah, were we shocked we were like that seems like a weird choice <laughs> um everyone like do you guys watch shark tank love it yep like that would that's a that would be like well you can't be impossible mm -hmm. that's already a thing yeah yeah Lori would that, shut it the fucking do you hear down. About Tom Cruise doing those vegan movies what Mission Impossible they're vegan because of the joke that impossible now means vegan oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's going on tiktok all right <laughs> awesome <laughs> wow oh my god okay i also love room service breakfast like that to me is my favorite thing and you're a fan of the second bed uh rule in the hotel right yeah yeah which is there's one for sleeping and one for eating if you that. get a two bed situation in a hotel yeah what a dream you pamper you know how to pamper yourself mm-hmm yeah, one of my friends' boyfriends who's really like conservative with money, um, for her birthday, like balled out and got a sweet hotel room with a pool and like ordered tons of drink. And he goes, Oh, I get Lisa now, um, because I just spend money so freely. But what is that? Then like, I fall for into real? financial disaster. Do you really? <laughs> um, for real? Yeah, people think I'm really rich because I live like I'm rich, but I'm not. But I just really like it. But I'm always like, Uh oh. Mm -hmm. but it's never uh oh it's always just kind of like it's oh there's always like a panic there's every once in a while there's a panic no panic this year no panic 2022 i don't think so. knock on wood yeah i don't know um i hope not good i foresee money um but i will spend it i like to spend it yeah yeah and you're hitting the road again on tour out and about where can people find you on tour uh, at glitter cheese um i'll be at the chicago it's like sh it's the chicago improv but it's in schaumburg and they really give me a moral dilemma to like say it schaumburg <laughs> i'm at the schaumburg improv yeah okay and i'm excited that's gonna be awesome fucking a everyone yeah. should come out to everyone that. sorry yeah, yeah it's the there. woodfield mall have a suburban night out like totally. like you know just be at the mall go to the cheesecake factory park the range rover let's go <laughs> also can i say i just your uh instagram reels are so fun when you put your comedy on the the your reels well i hired a man to do that it's truly my enemy but he's doing a great job that uh joke about getting your dna all over a hookup's house is thank you yeah <laughs> i wet myself a little it was great is your tiktok glitter cheese too 
Um, Lisa, Lisa Traeger. Real pro shit. <laughs> no, someone told me I had to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like paying a man to make these videos and do this for me. And I'm really grateful to him. And um, I'm happy to do it. But like aesthetically, I don't like it. Like I like having a sexy, fun, photo free thing. And now it's like things I have to do. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. There's no aesthetic to it. Yeah, it's a fun so follow though. Me. Thank you. I appreciate it's it. It's fucking great. Everyone should follow you at Glitter Cheese. Yeah, I've yeah, I'm yeah. up there. I'm there. Sweet. And I do have some fun posts coming up this week. If I don't say so myself, some celebs. Listen, I have two photos of celebs this week that I will be posting. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's very. Is this exciting. an exclusive? <laughs> an we got an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see. <laughs> Awesome. Mary when Jane, does this come out? Uh, it's going to come out timed with those photos perfectly. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll text you what it is. Should I say the photos? Yeah. Yeah, leak them. Okay. So the first photo for my enemies podcast, I interviewed someone from Yellow Jackets. <gasps> um, it Whoa. is, well, I say it on the show. It's like the opposite of Guess Who. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, like most things, like in Guess Who, there's only five girls. So it's a girl. You don't know who it is. But here, there's so many girls. And it's one of the guys. I have one of the guys from Yellow Jackets. It's a big post. Um, and so it's a huge deal. He's a great part. And he's there stranded with them. And it was like, I couldn't believe it. And I dressed in cosplay. So I got a t-shirt from like the team and I wore like knee socks like I was a soccer player and like so I dressed <laughs> as like a yellow jacket That's I was really I'm cool thrilled and then today I did a friend's podcast about the bachelor Arden Mirren's podcast and I showed up and they surprised me and Lance Bass was there whoa today yeah holy fuck yeah. With sliders with too? With Lance Bass? <laughs> no <laughs> after the podcast I met my friend Christina for a quick lunch um before she picked up her kids i just haven't seen her for a long time so we had a quick lunch if i just feel like if this is a day you know when they do the sunday new york times like a day in the life of so-and-so and it follows them from when they wake up to like their end of their day if today was your day <laughs> in that section like it's just what a fucking day yeah yeah and i yeah there's so i have three more things for the day okay what are they? So I'm going to go to my friend Sam's house. She has some things. She's like redecorating her house and getting rid of stuff. And so I'm going to take the, her things. Okay. So she has like this cool, it's like a painting drawing of a tiger, but like with jewelry, like Mr. T on. Amazing. Oh. Yes. And then something else really nice, but I can't recall. Uh, MacGyver shark. What is that? I don't know. This is like a Mr. T dragon. <laughs> Maybe it's a duo set. I mean, that would be amazing. So yeah, and then I have a couple shows, and then it'll be great. Where are your shows? Um, one is at El Cid. Nice. I love that place. Okay. I don't know if I've been there. I don't think so. It's fun. It's good. It's cool. Yeah. And then one at the Comedy Store. Whoop, whoop. Everyone should go watch you at the Comedy Store. Let's rent on I that. I love it there. Yo, I really love it there. Everyone should watch you at the Comedy Store. You fucking shine and kill it. I really enjoy it there. I feel lucky that I get to perform there. Fucking feel cool. Cool girl. Will you perform there, Mary Jane? At the Comedy Store? Yeah. What would I do? I could do a monologue. That would go over great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Give them five stars on all their podcasts. Hell yes. Right. Yeah, this one. That's messed up and SVU podcast. So Your uh this was fucking great. I mean, we come back anytime, please. Anytime you want to like snack and hang and smoke yeah. and Oh yeah, I need Please. to dip something into that at Lote. Get it. Do you, if you want to do some dipping and eating, I'll bring it on home and say our plugs real quick. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> and you can follow us at Weed and Grub on uh, email and oh, that's Instagram. I'm just gonna take my time so she can enjoy a dip. And it's at Weed and Grub on Instagram, wg at gmail.com. No, you lunatic, wg at weed and grub.com. D- hit him, take him away, Mary Jane. <laughs> Everything you just said, but just the last part that I said. There you go. Yep. (laughs) Thanks, Lisa. (laughs) Thanks, Lisa. Bye, everyone.